All right, here we guys. Here we are, guys. Here we Our guys. last. Here we, here, we here we guys. Here we guys. Here we guys are. Here are we guys. All right. This is our last break of the day, okay? And before we get to the um, <laughs> before we get to the closing remarks, we got to talk about this. The countdown is on for the Georgia Senate runoff dates, okay? Please request your absentee ballot right now. We need you to do that right now. Our work isn't done. We got to finish part two of all of this. December 7th is voter registration's deadline. That's the last day you can register to vote. December 14th through the 13th. 31st is early voting, and then January 5th, 2021 is election day. All right, we have to do this, Georgia. We do. Let's go. Vote for Reverend Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff, okay? That's what we're asking you to do so we can send them to Washington to make sure that, um, you know, Joe Biden can get his message out and get the work done that needs to be done. Come on, Georgia. As far as COVID and the economy and all of this, yes. Yeah. Well, anyway, in closing, Mm -hmm. I just want to remind people uh, that we have some unfinished business here, that there is a way to really, really get this across the finish line. I really was really, really proud of the way we turned out at the polls. I was even more amazed at the blessing that was laid at our feet uh, when they showed the election in real time. And as his lead dwindled, which is the part that he's having the tough time, we were winning. We were winning. We were like winning by a landslide. And all of a sudden, where did the votes come from? Yeah, that's, that's what happens, man. It's called mail-in. It's the same votes that you told your people not to cast. Remember that? But at the same time, it's the same mail-in that you just tried to stop by having your postmaster general pick up uh, thousands of mailboxes all around the country. So, you know, it, it kind of backfired on you. But uh, I, I was so proud of the voter turnout for us as it started to come down and you found out that the last cities they were counting, the last places they were counting, and the uh, regions were all in inner cities, and we know who that is. So Detroit jumped it off, then Atlanta started clowning, and Philly was just like the deciding factor. And I was so proud of that. But we're still not through. Because in order to get Joe Biden's uh, pledge of unity versus division, I would rather have a unified country than a divided country anyway. And, you know, I had hopes that we were headed in that direction after the election of President Obama. But then this new guy that got into office kind of peeled the skin back on the banana and has uncovered what used to be just conversations that they had in country clubs and locker rooms and in boardrooms and down at the different clubs and associations and things like that, all of a sudden it's it was made to come out. The problem with that, the conversation they have in the boardrooms and the conversation they have at country clubs, what the difference is, these people as Trump supporters with all these pickup trucks and these flags, uh, they not in boardrooms and stuff, even though please know a lot of it stems from the boardrooms, not what I'm saying. But they're out here on the forefront. They're in the workforce. They work at the plants. They got all of this stuff. And so now we're seeing it at a different level. And they, and they don't use code words to describe their hatred and bigotry. They just out it with it. And this election has peeled back the skin on this banana. And all of this stems from this guy that who he is. First of all, let me explain something. He doesn't like to lose. He doesn't come from a lose culture. He was raised in a win at all cost atmosphere. Well, 
his supporters understand that. You know, we keep getting tripped out and troubled by it, but his supporters understand that win at all costs. I mean, you have to understand what their grandparents did and their great-great-grandparents did in order to be who they are. You, you cannot expect them to forget that, not all of them. Now, there are a large number of people who are moved on and have a new line of thinking, and we thank God for that. We thank God for all the non-African Americans that was out on the front line fighting for Black Lives Matter. But hold on, man. Not everybody caught that train. And so the people that didn't catch the train, they are stuck in the way they've been raised. That's why they keep thinking the South going to rise again. That's why they fight so hard to keep these Confederate names on these buildings and this Confederate flag waving so high. They stuck back there. That's why they bought into the Kool-Aid that Donald Trump was serving, make America great again. They want to make it their version of great again. They want to go back when they had supreme control and they could push things out and do what they wanted. America was built off slaves, of, off the backs of slaves. So America's this great country right now. These great countries, these, this generational wealth that you see people partaking in came from slavery. That's what they came from. And a lot of people know it. People who were born with the silver spoon in their mouth, they know who put the spoon in there. Oh, they dress us up like they such uh, God-fearing conservative Christians, but that ain't, God didn't create your wealth. Some devilish ways did. The vile institution of slavery did. So look, man, let's just tell the truth the way it is. So what I'm asking everybody to do now is we have to send a message to that portion of the country. Not our all uh, non-African brothers and sisters that walked on the lines with it with Black Lives Matter. We got to send a message to that old regime. We have to send Donald Trump out, and his parting gift has to be these two Senate seats in Georgia. Because, no, nah, man, it's not going to work because we prefer unity over division. And we're going to let you take Loeffler and Purdue with you. Bye. We're tired of this mess. <laughs> and we've sent a message, and we're going to finish it up January 5th. Bye. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 